Every other summer, when the international architecture community sails in, the watery world of Venice becomes neutral territory, a united nations of architecture where themes of nationality and identity are ever-present. This year, perhaps more so than ever. Entitled Fundamentals, the 14th Architecture Biennale has been curated by Rem Koolhaas. His landmark edition attempts to explore architecture's past to help understand the present and illuminate the future. Koolhaas challenges the National Pavilion curators with a call to arms, absorbing modernity 1914 to 2014, suggesting that modernism over the last century erased all sense of national identity. Although patriotism has long been at the heart of the Biennale, with each of the handsome national pavilions lined up in the Giardini, Koolhaas's theme invites reflection on the notion of national style, instead of posturing, self-promotion or peacocking. Unlike previous biennales, this is about architecture, not architects. As PR opportunities go, the Venice Biennale is certainly a good one. Flagging up, literally, what makes their country architecturally special is the response favoured by many pavilion curators. Brazil's blow-by-blow -blow account of its architecturally dynamite 20th century is straightforward, didactic, but informative. There is something about um um, a lifestyle, there's something about uh, happiness, there's something about joy, and there's something about liberty too, because you didn't have uh, so much respect by what had come before, because it was a colony. So we were looking for our culture, for a culture that would really reflect an interesting new country, with modernism fitted perfectly. And then we put joy, we put color, we put uh, curves, we put all these things together. And I think we, we really have a Brazilian architecture still. The Brazil Pavilion is a simple greatest hits, not an academic anthology. It's a display of soft power, understandable, considering that Brazil's ambassador to Japan was in charge of curatorial duties. The nation will learn this summer how important sport is in impressing the world. This pavilion demonstrates how architecture can sometimes be just as effective. Brazil should stress much more its architectural uh, uh, legacy uh, and should stress much more its talent in architecture because it shows it's a very contemporary country, a country that has a lot to say and a country that can have an international influence, a soft power. Architecture, I believe, is really the best uh, ambassador of a country and the more you get interested in architecture, the more you understand other countries. And I think that every country can be analyzed through its architecture. At the end of the Grand Alley in the Giardini, the British Pavilion sits proud. But its curator, while acknowledging the ambassadorial resonance architecture can have, cautioned against handing over too much diplomatic responsibility to the built environment. Soft power itself is quite a kind of contested concept. Um, very, very popular at the moment, but I think that um, I, I'd, I'd be wary of a, of, a, of a sort of instrumental use of, of the arts uh, for influencing the world, you know, as a sort of alternative to diplomacy. Um, I, I think that the nation states still exist. I think sometimes those characteristics are almost invisible to us in the contemporary national culture and identity, so we may not be able to observe what our, what our peculiar national character is right now at this moment, but in, in 20, 30 years time I think we'll be able to look back and say, oh right, at that moment um, you know, the UK was obsessed with 
whatever it was. And I, I definitely think that um, national characteristics are still vital in, in, in architecture, whether we like it or not. The British Pavilion was curated by Fat Architecture and Crimson Architectural Historians. Entitled to Clockwork Jerusalem, it softly contests Coolhouse's claim that architectural nation-states were flattened over the course of the last hundred years. It traces post-war British architecture right back through British history, as its title suggests, all the way from William Blake to Stanley Kubrick. What the curators have really touched on is that Architecture doesn't behave like politics. It's not a sort of linear process of development. Architecture is an art form and it's part of a kind of cultural landscape that has a relationship to literature, to film, uh, to, to music. And I think the curators have really put their finger on something, which is in, in Britain, the dis dis distinctive form that modernism took was actually to look to the past to invent the future. With Russia increasingly annexed off from the rest of the world, politically and socially, if not architecturally, this year's Biennale provides an opportunity to reconnect with it. Curated by the Strelka Institute for Media, Architecture and Design, Fair Enough seeks to display a century's worth of thinking in the form of a commercial trade fair, 20 stands exhibiting 20 ideas. It's a clever and wry comment on the commercial nature of architecture, but also a colourful and charismatic one. To have this kind of optimistic uh, position for us was very important because when you talk about past you're kind of always you know looking back and uh, it doesn't give you a power and we really wanted that our visitors will provide with some uh, positive emotions and for some inspiration. The past hundred years have not been kind to Russia but this exhibition showed humility and humour. For Strelka at this troubled time in the nation's history this gesture of goodwill is imperative. We want to show how we still integrated into you know global uh, situation that we're not kind of trying to be separate but we're really a part of it and to have a kind of an irony about itself is what for us is so important to show that we kind of understand the whole thing we're really part of it and we able to love like about ourselves Rem Koolhaas's theme of absorbing modernity has required curators to dig deep into the annals of the last hundred years. It asks architects to research and use their discipline as a lens to assess the enormous change that the modern world has been subject to. Architecture as one collective memory. Rem Koolhaas is a very clever guy. What he said, this Biennale should be not a Biennale for architects or about architects, it should be about architecture. And this year we are looking to our archives and me am looking for my memories. And then I want to share also my, my memories with a younger generation of 30s. All the artists and architects I worked here in the exhibition, they, they are young people. They have different ideas. They are normally working very alone, but this time it was like they are reacting like an architect. And uh, I think this teamwork is very important here for me and for them also, and I think for the people coming. The winner of this year's Golden Lion Award for Best Pavilion came as a little surprise to many. 1914 found the two brothers of the Korean Peninsula united. 2014 sees them divided. 
Min Suk Cho's ambitious, charged and accomplished career pavilion shows how architecture is both separated and brought together North and South Korea. But, crucially, it shows how the discipline has the potential to achieve things that politics cannot. It's almost like a last puzzle that is not, uh, didn't quite fit into this uh, big uh, grand uh, saga of 20th century of modernity. And I think someday it would be much more cohesive when the two come together and be able to discuss in a peaceful way. We're demonstrating something that the politicians cannot do, cannot think of because they don't know the capacity of what this language of architect can bring out and or we try to communicate through architecture. And I think this could uh, evolve into uh, some condition that could be much more positive and peaceful coexistence. The years between 1914 and 2014 saw the world unite and divide, nations fight and form. This Biennale tells many of these complex stories, with architecture playing both leading and supporting roles. Some were told with sorrow, some with hope. Coolhouse asks the question, did modernism make the world of architecture borderless? Perhaps. What this Biennale does show is how architecture is a forum for discussion, where nation-states can come together on neutral ground to cordially and peacefully discuss the past, and, it's hoped, say something about the future. In Venice, for Monocle, I'm Tom Morris.